Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast, Disinfluencer. Here we have conversations with real people that are empowering, not inspiring. We're going to disrupt what it means to live and work in the disability space. I hope you enjoy. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Hello, we're on, we're recording. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. That's funny because I um, we just spoke on the phone because we couldn't connect, um, which is kind of, um, I'm going to say, my curse because I'm a techie and then when you're always doing something with another, I don't know if you're a techie, <laughs> it's always a technical problem and we had that. You're, I've been emailing you, you've been replying and I'm not getting them, but I've, I know why because I'm currently – moving my domain so all my emails I've just realized are in no man's land so thank you for (laughs) calling me and thanks for joining me on the podcast I'm so excited to have you here thank you now we're going to jump right in now I discovered you from two peas and I have deliberately not stalked you to find out everything about you so can we kick off with um First, giving a bit of love to the GPs, but what is your connection with the GPs? And I'm talking about Mandy and Kate. Lots of love for the GPs, two great humans of the world, of course. Um, my uh, interaction with them started actually as a brand looking for advertising opportunities. So, in one of my former roles, looking to find really great brand alignment to do some advertising and podcasting is a great way to advertise because you have a really clear audience and are really targeted about that. And two Ps came up and that's where my adventure began. And the ad we put into the two Ps um, got a lot of traction and became really popular. Um, And so I interacted with Mandy and Kate after that. Um, And that, as they say, is history. Wow, and now I'm kicking myself for not stalking you and finding out about all of that because that is what I'm trying to do with disinfluencers. So that might be a conversation for another day. So we'll go back to that if we can another time Um, because I've, yeah, I I think Kate gave you a shout-out and um, I listened like straight away to, um, might have just been your trailer or you might have had an episode and Um, your podcast is Knowable Me. Can you talk to us about that and why you started that podcast? I think I've always wanted a podcast but never quite found the right thing to do it with. Uh, But Knowable Me was, has come out of the end of last year after I finished in my executive corporate role for a little bit. And Knowable Me, it's really a a culture and a a business and uh, an ecosystem and a community. It's uh, not dissimilar to the one you're creating. The idea being that everyone is knowable, you just have to ask. But also that, you know, my vision is a world where human uniqueness isn't a barrier to social and economic participation. And to borrow a bit of a metaphor... Like we're all unique, but some of us are more unique than others. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the one of the easy things to do was to start creating the podcast to 
to just look at what the everyday experiences of everyday people is, but people who have a unique experience and there are so many of them. And so it's about building empathy and raising awareness that something that is mundane and that someone doesn't even think of is a really unique experience for someone else. And so it's raising awareness of those sorts of things about the uniqueness of us as humans. Yeah, that's incredible because I I have been listening to your podcast and as um, like a mum with a child that has a disability and a chronic illness, I get it. But as a techie, I get it and I just find it fascinating Um you know, the perspectives that you give and that we can, like the lifts, for example. So, um, like, we can have understanding and empathy for people in wheelchairs, but from that episode I just thought when someone is in a wheelchair that is in a lift, they are literally in a confined space sandwiched between everybody's um, crutches. I know that sounds yeah. weird and odd, <laughs> but that's like, like, so not only is access a barrier and lifts and you know what they're doing with lifts and what you talk about in that episode especially is fascinating but it just made me think like oh my gosh like how awful would that be that do you know what I mean and then you know like people um using spaces that aren't you don't talk about this but it just got me thinking about how important these spaces are for people to get access and how you know we should be more considerate about them and and I'm talking about that's just where I went with it with my head but then what you talk about is everything from the buttons and and how technology is evolving and it's great and we've got all flat screens and stuff but if you can't see like how can you read a flat screen like it's just fascinating stuff I just love that perspective you you put on the things you talk about on the, the podcast so yeah it's incredible and I, I really want to make it positive too because all it takes is some thought. Think about your designs. Think about think about humans. Think about the people who are using it. And yeah. like you say, the experience of people of wheelchair users, um, that's similar to people of short stature. You know, yeah. walk through a food court, your average food court in every Westfield across the country, and think about doing that from half your average height if you're an average height human. And yeah. Think about the, the that perspective, the perspective of a child even from that as well. How much can you see of what food you might be picking or how much can you reach or how much can you do? Like there's so many ways to consider people's different experiences and there's so many ways to improve it. And that's kind of the point is that once you know, you can do better. Yes, yeah. And you've had some pretty incredible guests on your podcast <laughs> How how do you find them? How do you get them on the podcast? Oh, I think it's the the big, you know. Just like what I've done right, to you, sliding to Pretty much, shamelessly <laughs> slide into people's DMs. Um, but also that people want to share. Like a lot yeah. of the time people do want to share. And um, a lot of people are actually, you know, there's a lot of humility out there. People go, well, why would anyone want to listen to me um, talking about that. Um, but, you know, convincing people that they do have a unique perspective and that it's worthy of sharing um, is is key to that. And it is hard. I think that's probably the hardest thing. There are no shortage of topics. So every single thing you look at and touch in a day or do is 
someone has a unique experience of. So this is going for the next hundred years um, in terms of topics, uh, but finding people to to talk about those topics is probably the hardest part. Yeah, because I you've spoken to um, like you've got an episode on um, online forms, and you kind of went on this deep dive. Um, so much research and thought back into the early days of the web and and it was kind of, I guess, um, a real good timestamp to think, you know, that was only 30 years ago, um, which sounds silly to say that, but especially now with the kind of introduction of AI, how things are going to accelerate and from, you know, it was just a good reminder. Like I remember when I went to university, like we didn't have, I remember the day our university got a website. It was 1999, I think, or 2000. And it was just like what you say in the episode, it was just a page on the internet, just a just a graphic, you know, it didn't really do anything. And now you can do your degree online. You can do all these things online. And, and you also spoke to people from the reading, writing hotline and, um, you talked about oh, it's the everybody's jingle. favorite ad that one yeah, yeah. everybody's favorite jingle <laughs> so can I ask you from corporate world in advertising is that where you've come from uh very much more so customer experience yeah um, but definitely brand values people experience so generally the humans involved in how humans experience services and products um, be it from an employee perspective or a customer perspective yeah, amazing because you talk about when you go, like I'm, I can kind of hear it in my head now, the reading, writing hotline and how that has that jingle. Like um, I've got a background in kind of, I haven't worked in advertising for a long time, but that brand and that jingle, gosh, that's the original one from probably whenever they started it. So, um, and just that service in itself and what they offer and and you're talking about um you know, how people need uh, help with their reading and writing, but then how, if you need help with reading and writing, how can you, like, how can technology be accessed without it being a barrier? And that's kind of where you went with the forms. But anyway, I'm going to put all the links in the show notes because it's an incredible podcast. Thank you. I think the thing on the forms and the the realisation for people and people that I've actually spoken to about that episode you know, when you're in that industry and you're building web forms, you test them. You you go out and you find people to test them. But when you go back in the why, why, why of how do you find the people to test them, well, those people actually have come through by submitting a web form to probably a marketing agency who's recruited mm. them to then go mm. and test a web form. So those people have actually already done a process with a web form yep. before they've even become someone who can test it. So, you know, getting people to even think about finding diverse audiences to test things with is also really important. Yeah, absolutely. And while I've been starting building my brand, I I have I am a graphic designer. I haven't worked as a graphic designer for so long, but I went down the rabbit hole of learning about, you know, alt text and um, disability access, like on like digital um, access as well as physical access and um, accessibility statements and I think you know what what you talk about and what I'm talking about is you wouldn't know these things um, like I'm aware of them now because I live in that world and um, you know you won't you don't know them you don't know that it's a thing until 
you know, it's kind of pointed out. But even the digital access, um, there's so many great examples and it's actually really, really simple to do. I was waiting on a designer to do my, um, integrate my UserWay widget and I just ended up doing it myself and I just watched a three-minute YouTube tutorial. Now, um, that's really easy for me to say, but I'm trying to, I want to say that out loud because I want people to think, well, I don't know how to do that or I want to do that and I don't know, but it is actually really easy and simple to do. And it's important to say, I don't know. And that's why I applaud the the journey that you're on because you are going to learn a lot about those sorts of things if you're doing it yourself. And yeah. you don't know until until you're told. And so having having the humility to say, hey, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm going to get this wrong, but, hey, I want to get it right. So having that sort of continuous improvement mindset is the way we make it better and make everything better for everybody. I don't go in for this shaming people for getting it wrong it's not about that it's actually just about let's let's do it better for everybody and let's do it together it's it's, uh, it's a positive it's a positive thing yeah and when I speak to some of the brands I'm speaking to and some of the brands I'm working with they're actually saying um we're having those conversations because they're like we don't know where to go to access you know, we don't know the right language. And I just say to them exactly what you've said. I'm like, the fact, like, you you don't know, you wouldn't know. So let's have a conversation about it. And that's so much better than I think a lot of people just, I don't know. So they just kind of bury their head in the sand and do nothing. But there's so much out there. There's so many people advocating and there's so much, um, you know, like I look at it from, with what I'm doing as a commercial, you know, I'm, I'm building a commercial business. I'm not an NDIS provider or anything like that. So I'm having these business interactions and it's really important to, um, you know, unless you have that lived experience, it's not even about having the lived experience. It's about the humility, like you said, of um, it's okay not to know and we're all here to like, like talk about it and how can I help you and what do you need to understand, you know, and kind of point them to people and places that can assist with that. Like there's plenty out there. Would you agree? Yeah, there is. And I also think that it's about admitting you don't know, but also then being happy or comfortable at least with not getting it right. Yeah. But trying and having a mindset of wanting to get it right is better than nothing. And sure, there might be some angry people in your D driving into your DMs or, you know, social media can be, you know, a bit of a nasty place at times, but be happy to go, hey, we've made that, we've made that mistake and we're engaging people to learn from it. Um, I think the expectation that everyone should know from the outset is is wrong. Um yes, people need to do better at times, but start with that as a as a mindset there are plenty of people out there that want to help yeah amazing well kelly on your your podcast knowable me you've got um kind of your blurb or your bio or your intro and you've got a maya angelo quote and you keep referring to it i guess with what you're saying um do what you know until you know better this is the quote sorry, I'll start again, do what you know until you know better, then when you know better, do better. And I think that's a really beautiful quote and a really great way to put it because I think, you know, what you're saying is um, you might not get it right but it's better to try and learn and grow and do better than do nothing at all. 
Absolutely. I always say that, um, and look, you can apply this to inclusion or accessibility or anything, but um, inclusion is like cheese. You can never have too much, but some is always better than none. (laughs) That is gold. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I'm going to make a tile out of that. That is epic. (laughs) But the quote, um, but I also think the quote is part of that positivity is also forgiving yourself for getting it wrong because you didn't know. So don't yeah. be so hard on yourself either, even if the world's coming to attack you for getting something wrong. Like if you didn't know, you didn't know. <laughs> uh, so I think it's about being kind to yourself for going, I'm doing what I know, but I'm, I've got that improvement mindset. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Well, Kelly, um, we'll, we'll dive into some um, rapid-fire questions so we can wrap up and I can get you let you get back to your day. But is there anything that you do um, work or life related to help you um, unplug, relax? Like what is it that you do to, to chill? I do lots of things and I always say I'm, I'm here for my own entertainment. So every, everything <laughs> is about how I'm going to be entertained. Um, I think Lego is probably one of my favourite things wow. to do that is a, that is a chill thing. Um, God, I love Lego. There's an episode coming up on that too just, uh, you oh, know, wow. for a sneaky plug there too. <laughs> yeah. And um, can you tell us, do you have a, a work challenge at the moment you're trying to work through? I do have a work challenge at the moment. And funnily enough, um, I need a bit of my own pep talk. Um, my challenge is about wanting to put some thought leadership out there, but wanting to make sure that it's got all the right bits and all of the caveats, I guess, that says this is about starting a conversation, not not a full stop on a conversation. So I'm working through that challenge at the moment. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Now, my final rapid fire question is, if you had a podcast, what would it be called and what would it be about? But you already have a podcast, Knowable Me, and it's about, um, well, I guess, you give us a, the wrap-up of what it's about so you don't get my random rambles of it. <laughs> Knowable Me is everyday people talking about everyday things but people who just happen to have a unique experience of that thing. Incredible. Kelly, this has been such a great conversation. I'm, I want to talk to you about so many other things now. You've like, now I'm going to have to go stalk you and find out where you worked. That sounds creepy, but it's not a promise. Um, <laughs> and yeah, thank you for saying, yes, I did just slide into your DMs and ask you and you said yes, because I really do enjoy um your pod and really love that what you're doing and really keen to hear more about your business and what you can offer because um, I just spoke to some, I've just done another interview before you with someone else and they were kind of, I think they were looking for what you have. So I'm going to have to like connect you all up, but I think um, it's really exciting. I feel we're at the forefront of massive change um, and what I really like about this change, like I've resisted doing this work for so long because I didn't want it to come from a place of advocacy or as an NDIS provider. And I'm not dissing the NDIS. I just thought, how could I, I originally wanted to build a medical vault, but I've kind of landed here and I'm, I want to offer all a million things just like what you were saying, but I'm just starting with one thing and we'll offer more things as I go. But I feel like 
what I'm doing and what you're doing and, you know, the, especially like the GPs and this, there's so many people um, doing positive work that isn't of advocacy, like it is kind of advocacy, but it's actually about like meeting people where they're at and an opportunity to take them where they want to go. That's how I feel we're at. So um, I don't know if you feel the same, but I, I'm pretty excited and I'm, I'm really grateful to have this conversation with you today. Thank you. I'm really keen to see where Disinfluencer goes at the same time. I think it's a, it is a great time and it's a, it's a great journey to be on. And I think part of it is proving to the world as well that disability or human uniqueness isn't a barrier to a commercial organisation. We don't have to yes. be all advocacy. We don't have to be yes. um, altruistic, charitable or uh, not-for-profit. Like there are yes. plenty of reasons, there are plenty of commercial reasons for people with disability to be out there working and uh, creating a lot of value for existing businesses. So I, I think it's a great journey to be on and I'm really looking forward to seeing where you, Diff's Influencer, and all the other people as part of your community are, are going to go. Kelly, that's epic. What a way to wrap up. I'd love to talk to you again soon and, and continue having conversations and see how we can support each other. But, again, thank you for being on the pod. You are awesome. Love your work. And um, I'll put all the links in so people can find you and listen to your podcast and and work with you. And, um, yeah, I'm really great. I'm can't wait to see where you take Noble Me and I'm really looking forward to that um, leadership, um, you know, Thank program you support. that you're doing. Awesome. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. You can find us here on the podcast and on Instagram at disinfluencer.co. That's also our website, which isn't live yet, but you can check it out anyway. Don't be shy, slide into our DMs if you'd like to be on the podcast, if you have a podcast recommendation for us or want us to be on an interview with you, let us know. Bye.